Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hey, folks. You're listening to The Dork Forest, or about to. The website's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. If you like determiners, FamilyPetAncestry.com, if you like jokes, because uh, that just leads you to JackieCation.com. Those are the websites, the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song. You just heard he sang it with his wife, Sarah Cohen. He'll sing the song at the end, his words to the Mexican hat dance. Patrick Brady fixes this audio. Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. There are several ways to support the show if you want to support the show. Most basic way, the PayPal button. Donate. Knock yourselves out. There's a PayPal button on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. You can also Venmo me at Jackie at JackieCation.com, where you can also email me and say things. Another way to support the show, pretty painless, the Amazon button. On both JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com, there's a link, a banner to the Amazon page where you just order like normal. Uh, doesn't cost you extra. It just supports the show. There is also merch, very direct, at JackieCation.com, a whole merch situation. You can get Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get my stand-up comedy t-shirts. All the, com- all the t-shirts are union-made here in the United States of America, so they run a little big because they're made by Americans. There's also my CDs and my DVD. All of that is available uh, digitally as well, but if you want hard copies, you go to JackieCation.com, the merch page. Not available on the merch page are a couple of enamel pins that I haven't added to the merch page yet, and they are Meat Shield pins and Spooky Reading Girl pins. Email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, if you want those pins. Um, there's also a calendar of my stand-up comedy. There are premium episodes of The Dork Forest, which are episodes that I've taped live, and they cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks for them. So if you've run through all of the free ones, go to thedorkforest.bandcamp.com and get a live premium episode if you'd like. The YouTube page is on fire. That's right. There's teaser clips on the Jackie Cation Dork Forest YouTube page, but there's also... The entire episode, the whole episode of The Dork Forest are now uploaded to YouTube. So if you can't listen to iTunes or whatever at work, you can just have this on in the background with a beautiful picture of the guest and the logo. Enough already. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room, you guys, with uh, comedian Tamara Brown. We've met, uh, but we're meeting again now because that's what I'm like. Uh, Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Sure. It's uh, at HeyTamara underscore on Twitter and at Hey Tamara, it's Hey Tamara on Instagram and YouTube and mm-hmm. all the rest of it. Yep. And you have a dance comedy troupe called uh, Liquid Feet. Liquid Feet. We are very silly. We <laughs> perform all over town. All over town, all over Los Angeles, June 29th. You're going to be uh, your three year anniversary for the show that I did do. I remember the parking. I'm so sorry to tell you. It, you should there. remember the parking because th- that's how LA is. I have one of the possibly the only venue in town with its own parking lot its own parking lot right behind <laughs> and so i tell people all the time there's free parking is free giant parking lot and yet no matter what everybody's like oh where do i park where do i park hike in. like people yeah. do not believe when you tell them that there's parking they don't believe it it's a legion hall of some sort right what yeah. is it it's um it's a hollywood uh, american legion american legions are all over the country it's a sure. veterans veterans organization it's like a clubhouse for veterans um the one in hollywood is um, a very cool old Art Deco building from uh, 1929, and it's beautiful inside. It's um, being restored currently to its original Art Deco right. glory. And you do a – is it monthly, the Sunday show? It's a monthly show, yeah. It's on Sundays, right? Um, it changes. It's, okay. it's whichever it, – uh, lately we've been doing it Fridays now, which is great. Oh, that is great. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, that's awesome. So on June 29th, you've been doing it three years. It'll be the three-year anniversary. Three-year anniversary, Tamara Brown. There's also TamaraBrown.com where people can see stand-up uh, schedules clips and whatnot. And, and clips yeah, and whatnot. Kinds of stuff. T-A-M-R-A. Correct. Tamara. There Correct. you go. Tamara Brown. Brown spelled like brown. Mm-hmm. Dot com. Uh, your dorkdom, I was happy to find out, was yes. Tiki Bars. Yep. 
Hilarious. Yeah. Dan Schlissel <laughs> is going to be furious. Uh, Dan Schlissel has wanted to be doing a tiki bar one. He's a, whatever. The guy likes tiki bars. You're here first. I could, we could do another episode. About I'm actually tiki bars. amazed I'm here first because it's such a big thing in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Well, this is where it started. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So tiki, I, I've had people tell me about tiki before, but it's essentially. This is going to sound super sensitive, racially sensitive. It's a, like a totem pole, but mm-hmm. it's Hawaiian. That's, that's all I know. That's exactly correct. Is it a right? tiki, a tiki is that totem that what comes to mind that Easter Island sort of statue um, thing. And, okay, and those were spiritual uh, in um, Polynesian cultures. I believe they were like um, they held um, spirits. But as far as tiki bars go, it's it's been co-opted by Drunky Drunkersons, and they're like, <laughs> yes. we're going out, you guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so Tiki Bars. This is, uh, tiki is way ahead of its time in cultural <laughs> appropriation. So far right. ahead of its time. Right. The 50s, man. They were like, let us do, we want this. So, yeah. so in L.A., how many Tiki Bars? Are there several? There are several now. So um, I guess, should I start at like the beginning of Tiki? Like, sure. How, how that Wh- whatever you know. So in uh, Tiki bars, the, f- the first Tiki bars started in California, uh, Don the Beachcomber in Hollywood in 1933. Okay. And uh, Trader Vic's, which was up in Oakland, uh, opened in 1934, though I think it was called Hinky Dinks at that time. Hinky Dinks. And both I wanted to be called Hinky Dinks. <laughs> and both of those, um, both Don the Beachcomber and the original Trader Vicks, both claim to be the creator of the Mai Tai, which is like the quintessential tiki drink. Oh, um, what is it? What's in a Mai Tai? A Mai Tai is rum, uh, uh, several juices, um, a sprig of mint, oh. and that's... That's pretty much it. Um, over a lot, ice uh, or, or straight mm-hmm. up? Over ice. Over ice. You'll see recipes that say um, include uh, almond liqueur and various things. Um, I think the most traditional recipe is uh, rum, uh, two kind, light rum, dark rum, uh, pineapple juice, uh, lime juice, sprig of mint, and muddled cherry, I think, is the original. That's what a pirate would drink. That is completely <laughs> what is. a pirate would drink yeah. in the Polynesian islands. And, okay. and the reason <laughs> rum drinks became the drinks of the pol- is of of the tiki bars is that uh, this is you know these open these original ones opened up in the 30s following prohibition. Oh right, rum was dirt cheap. It was it was a, a low class li- liquor that. Like was you didn't free. order. Yeah. It, was, it was the PBR of, of its time. Yes. Which is now also cool. Uh, <laughs> yes. Much to my chagrin. So uh, so Don Beach uh, started uh, wanted to utilize rum and um, when he opened his his these restaurants wanted to create an atmosphere for drinking rather than just be Oh, this is just a place for people to drown their sorrows and right. They sit. didn't want to. Oh, Don Don the Beachcomber or whatever did not want to open a dive bar. <laughs> he wanted a destination. Exactly. Bar. This huh. was the first TGI uh, Fridays ex- of its time. Yeah, <laughs> or Rainforest Cafe. Right, right. Uh, it was the first time that they wanted to you but know immerse neat. you in an atmosphere, and that is ultimately what I love about tiki bars and and pretty much all of my favorite things are all of these things that immerse you in an atmosphere where every sense is you know there's there it's stuff to look at um something to hear something to feel there's it's just like is um, there rattan there is is rattan (laughs) yes I hate bamboo uh but rattan I don't have a it's not great for me but uh, there's I think of it as kind of a lounge chair kind of situation. Rattan. Mm-hmm. Rattan. You'll see a lot of netting like over like oh, yeah. colorful orbs. You'll see a lot of oars on the walls and fishing things. There's, you know, the original Don the Beachcomber, that one, it wasn't even so much just Polynesian. It was sort of a conglomerate of just island culture. So there right. was a lot of like Caribbean thrown in there too. It wasn't particularly trying to, uh, you know, he just happened to have tiki stuff, yeah, right? Is yeah. that what it was? It was like it was, it was tiki stuff and, and surfer stuff. It and, wasn't even called tiki until later. Like it, it, they weren't named tiki bars until later on. 
or referred to that. I think at the time it was just a tropical theme is what they oh, yeah. called it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it continues though, right? So it I mean, continues. So all tiki bars are kind of tropical themed, aren't they? Yes. Okay. That is the underlying, I'd say the thing that makes all tiki bars, tiki bars is the, the tropical theme, the, uh, traditional rum drinks, which include the, the Mai Tai, the Scorpion, um, the zombie, what? um, missionaries <laughs> downfall, um, all of this, those, every tiki bar will have, <laughs> yes, uh, we'll have those standard drinks. Okay. But let's slow down. What is in a scorpion? Any idea what a are in these drinks? Uh, yeah, it's, these are, these Might are also be a fun tricking. game for people <laughs> because the thing of it is they're all so similar, but slight variations on the theme. So the scorpion is of course rum. Um, I do, I think it's, I think there's cherry. I think it's a cherry. I know I don't like the scorpion. So I I always, uh, when it has cherry in it, that's when I don't like it. I think it's like a cherry liqueur. And so all four of them, Mai Tai scorpion zombie, missionaries, missionaries downfall, missionaries downfall is a minty, minty drink. That's, um, that's, it's got a lot of, uh, got a lot of mint in it. Uh, the zombie is good. The zombie is one of the, uh, one of the original, um, Don the Beachcomber drinks. It's, oh. it's got, uh, it's got what makes it different it? from the Mai Tai? No. Um, the dairy drinks are like, um, oh, what's the, blah, blah, blah. I can't think of the name of the the the, the big one that's like cinnamony and dairy. Oh, fair enough. Um, but it's also kind of tiki barish. Mm-hmm. What's in the zombie? Can you remember what's in the zombie? Is it rum as well? It's yeah. Those those are all rum, uh, rum and juices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because rum was cheap, and Don was like, "I'm going to open a bar with this crap that I found on the beach, and yep, with the cheapest liquor possible, and people are going to love it, and they're going to love it, and, and they did." And Don the Beachcombers was on Highland in Hollywood, and it was, uh, it became like quite a like celebrity. That's that was like the place where oh, okay. celebrities hung out in the 30s and 40s. Throughout the 30s and 40s, it was a very classy. Destination. Destination. It's, you'd go sure. there to see, you know, Clark Gable or. Right. Or whatever Clark. And if it were. And today, is it still there? No, no. It closed, um, I believe, in the 60s. Um, and uh, it had that, like, old A frames are, are tiki thing, if you see it. Oh, an, okay. An old A frame. They like to be in an A frame building. Uh huh. Okay. That's the Polynesian uh, part of it, too. And um, so. Through uh, tiki culture was sort of at its height in the 1950s. Okay, that's why amongst the the tiki scene, there's a lot of crossover with rockabilly and that classic car culture and stuff. There's okay, a lot of, there's a lot of crossover there because um, yeah, it was kind of I, I believe like at its height in the in the early 50s. Um, but a lot of them through the 60s and 70s turned into sports bars or just came into disarray. So there's there's really just a handful now that have been in operation since or since they originally. those early days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's essentially when a bunch of them opened in the 50s. Uh, yeah, and so or some before that, or did yeah. anything last from the 30s and 40s? The oldest one, I think, the oldest one still in operation is um, the Tonga Room, which is um, inside the Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco. Okay, and that's like a restaurant. It's like a tropical themed restaurant. Um, they've got a floating. They've got a lagoon in the middle, and there's like a floating. <laughs> there's like a thing floating, and a band plays. And it rains like every half hour, the lights <laughs> flicker and it rains. Like that was, you know, they did that long before right. Rainforest Cafe co-opted that. Sure. It's uh so the, the is there, you, now you, in passing, said the words tiki scene. Mm-hmm. Is there a tiki scene still? Oh, yeah. yeah what yeah. is the tiki scene? The tiki scene is having sort of a reemergence, which is really uh, nice. I feel like the tiki scene goes through these waves where it sort of ebbs and flows. And a question I was going to ask you, because I bet this comes up a lot when people are talking about their dorkdom. When I first got into the tiki scene, which was probably between 10 to 15 years ago when it was uh, introduced to me, I found it so... You know people who keep their dorkdom super precious, right? Yes. So, like, you know, if you don't know about it, they're like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I'm so, oh, you don't know about this thing. Well, 
Right. You're, you know, and whereas you <laughs> you're should be lost, if, but yeah. I'm not going to explain it to exactly. you. That kind of but thing. Like, yeah. If you want to keep something go, if you love it and you want to share it, you know, shouldn't you introduce it? You to better a, open a, the a doors. Younger generation. Yeah. And, yeah. So I, I felt for a long time, the Tiki scene was sort of like that where they kept it very precious, but I feel like it's not so much like that anymore. Now, um, it's been, uh, introduced to a younger generation and right. and um, also since mixology has sort of had a reemergence, tiki drinks have even gotten more complicated now and my ad, my ad, my ad, I'm about to do an ad. It's the fabfitfun.com ad, you guys. You know those boxes that get delivered? Sometimes they're nerd crates. This is a fabulously fitness fun box. It's for uh, a lot of ladies, usually, but it can be for anyone, as you know. You go to fabfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well-lived. You use the promo code DORK to get $10 off your first box. Well, here's what happens. If you do it now, you'll get the Summer Editor's Box of full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products. It's delivered four times a year for $49.99 a box. For example, the box they sent me. It has in it uh, something called a Yumi Kim train case in Periwinkle, and it is a makeup bag. I need a makeup bag, so it's a really nice makeup bag. It's a Yumi Kim train case, and it's like opening up a present. I also got some mineral hand cream and something called a Spongele Papaya Yuzu Boxed Flower Body Wash Infused Buffer. It's a sponge, you guys, uh, but it's called a spongele, and it's papaya, so Andy Ashcraft will be washing his body with it because I don't like papaya. So that's the one I got. There's other stuff in there. There's towels. There's like a, a one of those trigger point balls, me, or some rice milk. There's, there's makeup. It's pretty great. If you use makeup, if you like the idea of new trinkets... You can either be a select member or a seasonal member. And so you can either get in on a seasonal box or you can join up for the year. But anyway, you sign up for FabFitFun today to get your summer editor's box. Use my code DORK to get $10 off your first box. Let's get back into the show. Right, like right. That. So there's plenty of there's there's plenty of people out there that are I know that the everyone I know who's who's been into it and we're talking you, Dan Schlissel, and maybe one other person whose name I can't remember. Because <laughs> I think I've gotten other information about it, and I don't know what it is. Does Dan Schlissel wear Hawaiian shirts? And, he ha- uh, yeah. And um, uh, not fedoras, but what's the hat? That, oh, like, like the, a hat kind yeah, of situation? Like a, like a- to my knowledge, no hats. <laughs> no hats on Dan Schlissel. Dan Schlissel is a comedy. He, he owns the stand-up records. Oh, uh, great. comedy label. Mm. And uh, he will do a destination tiki bar. Yeah. Like, when if I end up talking to him and I'm in a town, he's like, you know, there's oh, a go. tiki bar there. Mm-hmm. And I went one time, and I don't uh, I don't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, what else is happening? What else is happening at a tiki bar? Am I, am I listening to the Beach Boys? Is there a bigger soundtrack than that? A uh, good chance, because, um, you know, surf surf rock is often used in tiki bars, uh, like Dick Dale and the, the like, surf rock uh, pioneers, um, or the ventures, but um, you'll okay. hear a lot of that. But you'll hear a lot of, like, they call it exotica music, which is just like, um, uh, bling, bling, oh, really? bling, 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 like, atmos- very atmospheric, you oh, know? Oh, atmospheric, but... Uh, Banjos? No, no, like um, uh, what's the what's the instrument called? That's like a giant xylophone, stand up xylophone. Oh, uh, marimbas? Uh, yeah, maybe the yeah. Wood, the wooden marimba. Uh, I felt, what's it called? A uh, um, yeah, it's I can't describe it better than right, a, right. a stand up xylophone. <laughs> <laughs> sure, an exotica. So more instrumentals. Mm-hmm. It's uh, tra- all instrumental. Try, trying to I- imply that you're at the beach mm-hmm. to some extent. Yeah, like, but but again, because of the crossover with the like 1950s and the rockabilly culture, that's why you'll he- you will hear a lot of like surf rock and um, like old you old know, punk, rockabilly. punk rock yeah. and gro- rockabilly and stuff like that. Um, Interesting, all great to me. Right, right, all just sitting there, and so you'll go. You have friends in this scene. Mm-hmm. You have friends that uh, you're like, let's go out 
and go to the tiki bar. Yeah, well, well, like uh, Don, whatever city I go to, uh, first thing I do is Google. Was there a tiki bar? Right. Well, because it's usually also a signpost of where, wherever. There's, it's, it may or may not be uh, one of the oldest bars in the city usually. Because um, okay. I also love like where, whatever, the history of wherever I am. So it's often tied to whatever the old section of town is and stuff like that. So, so it'll, be in, it'll be in a cool neighborhood mm-hmm, too. It'll be in a cool neighborhood. And, um, and, and by cool, I don't mean hip. I mean cool as in like there's lots of great things to see. Right, right. Just an, an older neighborhood. Yeah, right kind older. of thing. Yeah, so yeah. maybe pre-gentrification. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the tiki bar has, has lasted. Yeah. And will there – so you'll go in – and are there palm like it's this is what I picture palm fronds, some uh, some tiki's, some some uh, tiki cups, mm-hmm. fancy straws, umbrellas. Yeah, um, yeah. The yep. the music is you got it right. You're setting a scene. I'm setting a scene now. <laughs> is there food? There's often. Food. I want there to be a restaurant. There's often food involved. Uh, a new a new restaurant that opened in Hollywood that uh, I I went to. Um, I think it's probably been open a year now, but the first time I went to it, I went very, uh, you know, arms crossed, like, oh, this will be good. <laughs> Let's see how, see how they screw this up. And then I went in after a hike, dressed in, like, hiking sweaty clothes, and see what you got. Show me. Uh, just as much as I was just complaining about people who keep it very precious. Right, and right. I go in with my nose up in the air. Uh, and I loved it. It's called Lano, and the food is so good. Should you ever have a chance if you're in Hollywood, they should give me some right, right. throwback some sort of, for this. But, exactly. Uh, How do you spell Lano? It's just L-O-N-O. And um, it's got a really cool... The, the decor is perfect. They did a really good job with that. And even if you don't drink, the food is amazing. Every single thing I've ordered on that menu, I've loved. Okay. And is it mostly just a, a, a crossover, or am I getting like a Carmen Miranda hat? What's happening? Is there a giant <laughs> amount of fruit? It's a little. Uh, it's it's they don't because yeah you're right. Some of them can go like super cheesy and put a, 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 a an and... island hat on you, but no this is this is this is very class. My the the best places keep it classy. They're they're they treat it sort of like a museum or homage to a bygone era because they'll be like. Um, a lot of times now, since so many of the historic tiki bars closed, a lot of the newer ones will buy um, oh. fixtures and stuff like that, and they'll display like in the new bar. They'll say like this: "This is from uh, the original Trader Vic's. Uh, this is a you know a tiki that was in that, or uh, a sign that they had on the wall, or something like okay. that." Okay, yeah. They'll incorporate um, the Tonga Hut, which is the oldest tiki bar in Los Angeles. It's been there since 1958. It's in the Valley. Um, the Tonga Hut opened a second location in Palm Springs. <clears throat> oh, okay. And the Palm Springs location really did that. They pulled in a lot of the old fixtures and decor from some of the old um, uh, tiki bars that have been long, They just got, long. I bet you can go on eBay or not or just mm-hmm. the internet and uh, and buy sort of like estate sales kind of situation of, mm-hmm. of old tiki stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot of artists that just just specialize in in tiki art i live in the valley uh, wh- where's the tonga hut the tonga tonga hut is on victory okay. it's like victory in cold water is it mm-hmm. that's that i used to live on victory right by cold water on fulton oh okay and karen rontowski another stand-up comic uh she lived right across the street and when i moved in she said you can get anything you want on victory <laughs> and i was like what do you mean she said Anything you want, you can get it on Victory. <laughs> so there you go. I, and, and clearly, you can still get a, a perfectly good. Get, so 1958, the Tonga Hut. 1958. It, wow. that's been there. And uh, yeah, the the Tonga Hut is. Um, you enter from the back, so yeah, it is easy to miss because the front. You they do have a tiki in the front, but um, most people don't enter through that front door on Victory. They enter through the back. Um, most people think that Tiki Tea is the oldest tiki bar in Los Angeles. I'll talk about that for a second because that's got a, a – How do you a, spell teas? Uh, T-I-K-I space T-I. Oh, tiki just T-I. Tiki Tea, okay. yeah. And it's um, – that's been there since 1961. But the reason that people usually think that that is the oldest one is because that's been family-owned and operated since 1961. Oh, so same owner. Same owner. Um, that's why up until – 
just a year or two ago, you could smoke inside still because the law in California is that if the owner is operating behind the bar, you can smoke inside. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah, weird, weird law in the liquor license weird of law, California. And then that guy died of cancer. So uh, <laughs> we don't know what he died of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tamara's episode went to hell when she did not know how Ray Buen died. Uh, was, is that the name of the owner? So Ray Buen was um, one of the the bartenders at the original Don the Beachcomber in the 1930s. Oh, wow. And he became uh, sort of the... Very first mixologist, famous bartender. Like people went to a bar specifically because Ray Buen was bartending. And this was, is this is through the forties and fifties, right? Yeah, he went from he was at Don the Beachcomber, and then he he went to a few different bars, um, and then in nineteen sixty one um, he turned the 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 current location, which is on Sunset, uh, sort of next to the the Vista. Um, Okay, so yeah, east. It's over there. Uh, it was his wife's family's like violin shop, and they they turned it into a, a tiki bar. <laughs> okay, yeah. So since 1961, so Ray uh, gave it to his son uh, Mike, who took it over, and then um, Mike is still there, and Mike Junior bartends. So it's, okay. it's been in the family. So can you still smoke? You can't. They they changed that like. Um, a year ago, maybe two years ago at this point. And I think they did that not for legal reasons, just because at this point, who wants to be in a smoky bar anymore? Right, right. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody wants to be. Uh, but and, and in Los Angeles, if you are unwilling to go have a cigarette outside, it's not like Minnesota yeah. where you're like, ah, it's February. Maybe I'll quit smoking. So yeah. <laughs> here, just go outside. <laughs> exactly. So, like where can't – like Vegas, I think, is the only place you can smoke anymore. Right, I right. I, uh, Indian casinos as well. <laughs> Uh, oddly enough, so uh, so there's Lano, there's the Tonga Hut, and there's Tiki Tea, for sure. Those mm-hmm. are three that are still open here in Los Angeles. Yep, there's um, there is uh, Don the Beachcomber, which is not the original because they they franchise Trader Vic's and Don the Beachcomber both franchised out. But there's a Don the oh, Beachcomber yeah. down in um, Huntington Beach. Okay. And they get a lot of really great bands come through there. So you were saying, like, if you don't drink, what do you do in a tiki bar? Chances are there's going to be either great live music will happen a lot of times. Um, So so some of them are big. Some of them are big, yeah. I was in one in Austin, Texas that Dan Schlissel sent me to. And uh, it was was a tiki bar. And it was – but it was cramped. Cramped, I tell you. Mm. It didn't look like a band could play there. Yeah. Which is That's weird. how Tiki Tea is. It's it's smaller than – it's but, barely bigger than this table. Right. Yeah. So it is small and it's um, – yeah. So I think um, – which is weird in Austin because there's live music almost everywhere. Mm. But, uh, but that's – so that's kind of great that there's larger ones, larger venues, like the tra- – like Trader Vic's. Was that the one that was in San Francisco or no? That was the one that was in Oakland, yeah. But okay. the the one that's still there in San Francisco, the Tonga Room, that one, that's huge. It's huge. And so yeah, they'll have they'll have like Do they have a low the ceiling for where cuz I went it's got to be a vaulted ceiling cuz of of live bands. Yeah. Well then do they hang nets from the ceilings? Mhm. Okay, because I, I want them. I want the ceiling to be decorated in a tiki bar. Yeah, it just is. because <laughs> it's a tiki bar. Yeah, and you're hard pressed to find a, any spot on the wall of just clear space in a tiki bar. Right, which I think is something that's done, and then co- has been co opted by like every other bar. <laughs> yeah, like other bars are like. I'm going to put some crap on the walls. But this one at least has a theme. The other one that has a theme sometimes that I actually don't mind is an Italian restaurant that has like weird like wine bottles that are wrapped in rattan or bamboo or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, do whatever you want. Yeah. And then like weird pictures of the Pope. And uh, (laughs) you're like, I don't know, where is this place that you're describing? I want to go there. They make their own pasta. It's on Staten Island. It's right off the ferry. So uh, you walk up, you walk up the uh, up the hill, and there's some sort of little restaurant that only like moms work at. Uh-huh. Different different old Italian moms will work a different day of the week. <laughs> I read about it in some magazine. Me and Pete Lee uh, did a pilgrimage. Plus, I love riding the Staten Island Ferry because uh-huh. it's a free look at the Statue of Liberty. Sure, it's free. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I want to go one. to that place. 
It is really good. Have you so uh so far there's four different tiki bars. Like you can so there's some that have live music, there's some that are just sort of there's the restaurant one and then there's ones that are just sort of like kind of happy hour, hey come on out and have a couple of drinks and then go home. Mhm. And and I'd say that the 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 thing that is similar about all of them is whenever I go to a tiki bar it's sort of one of the last vestiges of where you can just sit and have a non-creepy conversation with a stranger. Because, like, okay, you just conversation is encouraged. It's it's really I, they're social. Yeah, you know that's how the scene is. That's, that's how the scene starts. It, it lends itself to conversation. You know. So, uh, have you been to other tiki bars? Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, there's always um, that's awesome. People not, uh, f- you know, faced towards each other. Everybody tends to be available to have conversation with the oh. entire bar. Okay, so the bar makes sort of a circle conversation mm-hmm. kind of. I believe. Space. I, I. That's my opinion. I'm sure people would argue, but like, <laughs> I, it's you know, it, it's one of the last places. Like, you won't get the. All right, guys, it's time for trivia night or the comedy show starting. You know, like right, right. you don't have organized activities at tiki bars. Just being there and mingling is the activity. Interesting. Okay, so do you? Um, so do you go? Now this gets weirdly. Uh, I don't mean to be invasive. Do you go alone? To a tiki bar, or do you go with friends? I have, I have. Usually, I'll usually I'll go with with friends, um, but I I I certainly have gone alone. Um, right, like after the hike, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm just gonna go have a drink <laughs> and maybe an appetizer or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I was with my boyfriend at, uh, at when when I did that, but uh, okay, and oh, and a lot of them too. Like the Tonga Hut has. Um, a lot of them will do this thing. The menus are so extensive. Like at the Tonga Hut, they have this menu that's called the uh, Loyal Order of the Drooling Bastard. <laughs> and it's, I believe, 78 drinks. And if you can go through the whole menu in a year, you get your name on the wall. Okay. Yeah. So they give you like a passport, uh-huh. like, at, like at a German restaurant. And- <laughs> yeah. And then you get a dollar off. You get a little necklace and you get the dollar off on all your drinks from then on and stuff like that. But... It it just you everybody you know at that point everybody knows you but right because you've been there seventy eight <laughs> times yes. at least mm-hmm. uh, wow so um, but some of them are gross right some of them aren't drinks that you want to drink yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely some of them are not good and uh, a, a, what the, are ones that you don't like well like I said I don't like cherry I don't like cherry flavor so I didn't like any of those because those just taste like Robitussin to me right any kind but of but other people like them mm-hmm. we'll, 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 we'll qualify it with that these are ones that Tamara Brown does not enjoy <laughs> there there are some coffee ones that are um, a little different they're still like alcoholic drinks, but it's made with coffee, and so they're they that's got to be intense. Mm-hmm. And some people don't like coffee, so I don't yeah. want to drink coffee. Uh, I'm not gonna want your weird coffee liquor drink. Yeah, fair enough. So, um, uh, what were, I think I, I like the missionary's downfall. That's the really minty one. A lot okay. of a lot of people don't like that one. There's some there's some sugar mint drink. Like muddled mint mm-hmm. that is very popular right now. Maybe it's the Mai Tai. No. Um, that, it's probably else. the, um, oh, what is it? It's the Cuban drink. It's uh, Right. It uh, is the Cuban drink. Mojito. 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 Yeah. Right. I've had, a, uh, I've had a non-alcoholic version of that. And all that is is sugar and mint. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could drink this all day. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Yeah. Well, and the thing about tiki bars is that the ingredients include so many different juices and muddled this and that, that it's very common to go in there and say, can I get a virgin Mai Tai or a virgin whatever. Right. Because yeah. then you're just having a real nice juice. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's I, I, did, I do like it. Cause, and I love the idea of something that's kind of social where it isn't necessarily like a pickup bar or anything. You're just all sitting around and I'm sure that there's like old, you know, the, the old timers talking about, you know, Don the beachcomber. That's probably where you got the stories, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're just sitting around and they're like, well, you know how this all began. (laughs) And uh, so have you ever been to uh, the Dole Whip thing in Disneyland? Yeah. That has a bit of a tiki theme to it. Exactly. Because the tiki room in Disneyland um, is, that's right. It has it's been there. That. That's one of the only. That's one of the last remaining uh, 
things that have been there since Disneyland opened in 1955. So that is prime tiki uh, pilgrimagey kind of stuff. Yeah, and <laughs> if you're in Disneyland, they do have a tiki bar called Trader Sam's, which is great. Um, it's fairly small. It's in downtown Disney. If you go, um, oh, yeah, if you go, uh, so it's a like, real. It, it's next to the giantest of all downtown Disney. Yeah, it's it's by the Disneyland Hotel. It's like um, where if you can imagine where the Disneyland Hotel is, past everything, like. You exit the park, you go all the way through downtown Disney until you're at the ver- walking towards the Disneyland Hotel. And there's like a the Disneyland Hotel has three towers that are like facing each other. And in the center of that, there's this hut. And um, you can tell just by looking at it, you'll see it. Right, it's a, right. It's, it's one it's of those. Hut. It's a hut. Mm-hmm. It's got the hut. The hut ceiling, the hut, the hut roof, and it has excellent food too. So you could just go there and have lunch or dinner. Oh, that's the food there. Trader Sam's, Trader Sam's. That's all right. And it's got the decor, and I especially love them at Christmas time because they do such a good job of like they put these little Santa hats on the tiki's, and <laughs> they'll have like uh, like surf versions of Christmas classics and stuff like that. So it's, oh, okay. it's really fun, and it it rain. That's one of the places where it. Um, a volcano erupts and it storms every half hour. Oh, or so. cool! Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. really fun. You gotta love a volcano going off. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, wow. All right, as long as you're not in Hawaii, is that still happening? It is right? still happening. Uh, there's there's actual lava and volcanoes actually happening. So there's a lot of things like the. Is, has there been any sort of a backlash from the Polynesian culture saying, "Hey, you know, we want our we want our totems back"? That's a really good question. Not that I've heard of. Um, I haven't heard of that happening. Right. Um, I just thought I, I'd check I, in. I, yeah, I want to check on that now because of the fact that. Uh, Oh, you know, a lot of people go to Hawaii and they're like, "Hey, where's the great tiki bars?" And they're just aren't because it's a california thing you know oh fair enough yeah so right right so it yeah it started in california and then went everywhere and in hawaii they're probably just like no we just have dive bars Mm -hmm. and then we have fancy bars Mm -hmm. and then uh go to the dance club (laughs) so those are the things and if you want to see a palm tree go outside yes (laughs) exactly look coconuts you want to exactly you want to see coconut and pineapple we can make that happen there is there's um a, a, a there's a tiki-ish restaurant in Honolulu. At, I was trying to look it up before I got here because I can't remember the name. And it has been there since like 1962, but that's as close as you get. It's called like the Mar- Mariella or the Mo- something like that. It starts okay. with an M. But um, yeah, there it's that you don't go to Hawaii for tiki bars. You go to California right. for tiki bars. You go to California. My ad, my ad, my ad. We're about to do an ad. Rangers, this is an ad for Lola, a modern approach to feminine care. You know what it is? It's organic tampons. Full-on cotton organic tampons, liners. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them do not. And major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products. Lola products are 100% organic cotton. It's true It's nice to have nice things. Lola makes your month a little bit easier. There's a subscription that you can do. It's a fully customizable, like the number of boxes, the frequency of delivery. It was founded by women, for women. For every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the United States. I... As we all know, I'm an aging lady, and so I have my monthly uh, menstrual cycle, but it's been skipping a month, and I can't wait till it goes away. I have been using these. Uh, they have the ones, they're tiny applicators, and they also have ones that don't have uh, applicators at all. It's delivered right to my door. It's in a cute box. It's personalized my box. Uh, personalized my box, you guys. So if you need these items, this is a good place to get them. There's a promo code, of course, and the promo code is DORK. You can go to mylola, M-Y-L-O-L-A dot com, enter DORK when you subscribe, and you get 40% off all subscriptions. It's amazing. Let's get back into the show. Have Now, what destination tiki bars? Have you? Uh, has there been any... 
any weird beautiful Bakersfield, California. Really? <laughs> There's uh, one in, so all over you have you done destination California tiki bars? Yeah. Is that what you're did mm-hmm. you grow up here? Uh no, I'm a, I'm a originally from uh Missouri, but uh, I've been I've been in LA since I was like twenty. So okay. I'm basically I Right, you're I'm here, here now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Bakers you can go you can do an hour and a half drive to Bakersfield. Yep. There's a new tiki bar that's been in Bakersfield for the past year and it's great. The owners are super, you know, tiki historians. Um, okay. Happy to tell you all about the where they got. That's a place where they've hodgepodge this from different other tiki bars and right. decor and stuff. And when I was there, um, the we ran in. This happens a lot when you're on when you're at a tiki bar. You'll very often meet people who are doing a tiki bar tour so they're coming through because i met i met some people who were making their way from northern california down to san diego oh because san diego has one of the oldest ones too it's called uh valley high okay b-a-l-i-h-i and it's it's got this like 360 panoramic view it's really cool i think it's It's been there since like 1954 oh wow and uh so they what's the one in in bakersfield called Oh, what is it called? But I bet you have people Googled it. You know, you can just basically have a, a dice that has like tiki, tonga, mai, kai, <laughs> and just roll it and it'll be the name right. of one of the t- <laughs> mai, kai, tiki, tonga, bong. Yeah, you know. Kalikoa. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but yeah, we ran into these people that were like doing this like tour of California and um, I was... Uh, I did a show with Virginia Jones the other night, and we were talking about Tiki, and she was like, oh, my friends just came back. They toured California coming down, uh, and they – I don't know. I mentioned this one in Bakersfield, and I was like – you know, I know people do this all the time, but I have a feeling I met your friends on this tour. Maybe it was those those people. Um, I forget what Virginia Jones' dorkdom was. Uh, It was a good one. Was it goth? Uh, it, you know what it was? It was Labyrinth, the David oh. Bowie movie Labyrinth. Oh yeah, yeah. So Bowie. I don't know that, and it was yeah, it was uh, it was a big reveal for me because I don't know a lot about <laughs> Bowie. So I don't know a lot about uh, Brandy Posey did um, the music that you've been talking about, ska, and. Mm. Um, I don't know a lot about ska. She made a nice uh, mix for me. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and now I know more about ska. Oh, cool. So, I don't really know much about ska either. Right, just what you hear in a tiki bar. Uh, don't. There's not a lot of ska's like a '90s thing, so there might be some. Uh, right, because uh, I, I thought it was uh, but, or rockabilly. You know what? I got rockabilly and ska mixed up. Well, <laughs> guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Rangers, uh, everyone take a shot. Uh, we <laughs> talked about music and I was wrong. Uh, also, it's a I'm sorry. It did, uh, the 90s was like the comeback of ska, I guess. There was like the ska of... Right, there was original like ska, which came out of like the seventies like yeah, and stuff, yeah. or something. It came out of punk, but it was uh, yeah. more black and white checkers. But I'm not I, familiar with that. Right, you much. don't, and right, and that's not what we're here talking about. <laughs> so, uh, so is there anything like? Because when I think about California, most people don't go north of San Francisco. Have you gone north of San Francisco? I haven't. Um, that's because there's question. probably some there, tiki bars yeah, up there. Yeah, there, there probably are. There probably are. I'm sure. Most of Northern California is growing legal weed at this mm-hmm. point. So, uh, <laughs> tiki bars that sneak some CBD into the drinks probably up there, <laughs> I would imagine. Um, you know, I haven't heard of any up there, but that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Because especially now, since it's having this like resurgence, mm-hmm. more and more are popping up. I can't, I can't keep up with uh, where all the tiki bars are. But the ones that I would give a shout out to are definitely, yeah, Trader Sam's at Disneyland. Uh, in Las Vegas, um, oh. there's uh, Frankie's Tiki Room. That one's great. You can smoke in there just because it's Vegas and you can smoke everywhere. So right. be warned. Um, right. <laughs> there's um, the Mai Kai, which is in Fort Lauderdale. And that's one I haven't been to that one, but that's one of the oldest ones remaining from. Oh, in from, Florida. Mm-hmm, oh wow. The original. Uh, that's in Fort Lauderdale. It's one of maybe one of I think it's from the fifties. One of the long-standing ones. And there's one in Illinois that's one of the oldest ones, too. Uh, really? I don't remember what it's called. Like but, Chicago or like Springfield? Or like somewhere off the beaten track? I'm, I'm not even sure. Yeah. But if you, it's, there's like seven of the oldest remaining tiki bars. Mm-hmm. And 
most are in California, but there's the one in Fort Lauderdale and the one in Illinois. Right. And so then if you're going to go on a tour, you get those are destination tiki mm-hmm. bars. You're like, I'm going. Mm-hmm. So, And there will be, you know, like Lano and Hollywood, you will find new tiki bars that are great. They're just not the original ones. Right, right. And they and the new ones probably have stuff from the old ones anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's just repurposing yeah. all the things. Yeah. Uh, I, it's funny because you can go, I think it is it. It was at Disneyland, but it was also, I think I was, um, I was in some gift shop that it didn't make any sense. But you could no, no, it was a Target. That's a gift shop that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it was like a Target, and they had um, glasses. They were tiki glasses, oh, yeah. which means that is a sign that there's a huge resurgence. If, mm-hmm. if the glass, if you could buy a set of tiki glasses, yeah, yeah, at Target, <laughs> yeah, yeah, then it's back. Yeah, um, I collect some some tiki oh, mugs. Yeah, I have uh, I have a few. I don't have some people. Some tiki enthusiasts just have walls and walls lined with a tiki mug from every place that they visited. But I only have a few because um, I don't do so much the tiki decor as a lot of the people that are into it, and not so much in my own home. Right, you just think they're fun, and mm-hmm. so you go to them. Mm-hmm. They're like a, it's like a destination. Are there like? If you're going to go out to a bar and and have a couple of drinks and stuff, that's the bar you want to go to. Like, you don't just want to go to any bar. You're not going to, like, City Walk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Nope. Not if I can help it. Right. Um, Talk about parking. Holy crap. (laughs) It's terrible. By the way, you guys, I'm talking to Tamara Brown, stand-up comic, uh, and uh, she is part of a dance comedy troupe called Liquid Feet, and you're going to be on the Gong Show yep. uh, this month or next month, yep. and uh, so watch that. And um, June 29th, you're doing the three-year uh, anniversary of your show over at the American Legion. The Art Deco Comedy Hour. Yay! And it's at HeyTamara underscore uh, on Twitter, Twitter. Mm-hmm. and HeyTamara on Instagram and YouTube. So there we go. Just uh, doing a little plug in the middle. Thank so, you. what else should I know about tiki bars? Let's see. Um, there's a common misconception that tiki bars started when um, the GIs were coming back from the South Pacific, and they oh, brought right. and Bali they brought <laughs> and they brought the Polynesian culture back with them. But that's sort of a, a disputed myth because of the fact that you know. These folks were in war. These weren't fond memories of right. of, of palm trees and yeah, yeah. You know. the, the palm trees they saw were were covered in blood. <laughs> so Don the beachcomber, and plus that he started it in in the early thirties, is another sign that it's not that right, right. Uh, but as more opened in the forties and and fifties, it kind of people started to sort of associate it with. Um, like GIs, but it didn't. It was more just sort of the the in vogue when when Don the Beachcomber became such a celebrity hangout and stuff like that. And then as it you know, it takes ten years for something to popularize across the nation, right? And so try to get to Wisconsin. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's difficult. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you there's some great tiki bars in Wisconsin. I wouldn't be surprised. the The most famous uh, bar in Milwaukee that I know of. And I I don't know I don't know when it opened, but it's been there for a long time. I know that it's called the Safe House, and it mm, was I like uh, it already. It, it it is either based on or it was a speakeasy, and you go in and they have a lady dressed in nineteen forties uh, garb with her hair done in pin curls, Ooh. and and she says um and she you need to tell her the password to get in, and if you don't tell her the password to get in. Uh, you have to do like a chicken dance or something. I mean, they, they, she makes you do something ridiculous. I love that. And then they let you in. And then every room in the safe house has different spy paraphernalia. And there's uh, and there is a game. There's a game. It's like a um, um, what's it called? Um, scavenger hunt. And so you get you get a piece of paper and you're like, go find reference to the Cold War in the Cold War room or something. And it's more specific than wow. that, obviously. And then go see the James Bond room and go see. And then they have uh, like a barber's chair that comes out of the, 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 the floor that uh, used to is no longer, uh, I was told, 
<laughs> the last time I brought my nephews there, um, we just went for lunch. And because uh, they used to have an open mic there when I lived in, in Milwaukee in, I think, 1989. Mm-hmm. And you could go and the the chair that comes out of the floor is like a birthday chair to some extent or a celebratory chair. Hmm. But the celebration in Milwaukee is how much liquor you can pour down your face. <laughs> sure. And so the, you sat in the barber chair and they used to pour a shot into your mouth. They're like, don't swallow. We're going to make a drink in your mouth. Oh, my God. And <laughs> so they made a drink in your mouth and then you would swallow it. Now, oh. I the, when I was there with my nephews, I asked the waitress about it. And she said, yeah. They, that's illegal now. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> now they just give you a pitcher of booze and you have to pour it into your own face. And I was like, why isn't that illegal? And she's like, we're trying to sell some booze here. Leave me alone. <laughs> so. oh, gone are the days when you could just let a stranger pour a liquid... <laughs> In the phantom your, liquid into your mouth. And you don't even have to think. You could just lie there with your mouth open like a baby bird <laughs> and get drunk while someone else pours it into your body. Oh, man. <laughs> How drunk? Is it a pretty drunk place sometimes to get kind of wild? Yeah, the because, tiki bars? because they are – usually the tiki drinks are like two types of rum, so they're pretty – they're very, very strong. So you can really – you'd be hard-pressed to do more than two drinks, you know, so – and, and that's what's the the tricky part about it too is that they're so delicious. You want to drink, you know. You oh, right. keep, you don't you even keep know. sipping it, yeah. And then, boom! Before you know, <laughs> you got to be very careful because it can it can hit you fast. Right. I remember there's a scene at the end of Guys and Dolls where um, Marlon Brando takes um, the Salvation Army lady to Cuba and she doesn't drink and he's like, "Well, you could have uh, this other drink." And he, in Spanish, it's it's milk and rum. And um, she drinks like three of them. Oh. <laughs> and then you're like, hmm, I think that uh, you're a sexual predator. <laughs> and uh, But then he wasn't because it's a, a musical. And, uh, and so he just brings her home. <laughs> and he's like, but wasn't being drunk great? And she's like, kind of. <laughs> well, that's refreshing that an old movie didn't go the sexual predator Exactly, route. right? Yeah. Right? And he was supposed – and supposedly he was a bad guy uh, that was – that she was trying to redeem. And it turns out he wasn't a bad guy. He was just a guy. And he – when when given the opportunity to be a bad guy, he was not a bad guy. Huh. So it was a kind of a nice, uh, nice twist. I've well never, done. I've never seen that classic. Right. Rodgers and Hammerstein, well done. <laughs> guys and dolls, you guys, you've seen it. There's a lot of classic movies I've I haven't yet caught. Oh my god, there's so much uh, there's so much media that there's no way to catch up. Sure. And how are you supposed to? I just just told yesterday that if I don't see Paddington two, I've dropped the ball. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to see it. What are are there tiki themed movies? Let's see. Is there anything that you've enjoyed out in the media that depicts a tiki bar in a positive way well, or a negative way? I, of course, because this is Los Angeles, have a pilot that I am writing <laughs> about a tiki bar. So I'm only saying that now just because I'm vocally calling dibs. I called dibs. I love the defensive tone in your voice. <laughs> yes, I have a pilot idea. It's there. And so you got dibs. All mm-hmm. right. So yeah, a uh, <clears throat> yeah, I it's it's about a tiki bar on Hollywood Boulevard, and then as I was writing it, Lano opened last year on Hollywood Boulevard, and, uh-huh. and some friends were like, "Oh, they beat you to it." And I'm like, "I don't think this Stop is talking. <laughs> that know. isn't the same." I think thing. I'm okay. You are okay. <laughs> a matter of fact, it might even help. Yeah, because uh, now they've got the. You know how like sometimes uh, industry people, let's politely put it. You know how sometimes industry people need to be shown exactly what it would look like. Now they have Lano, mm-hmm. and they can just walk in and go, "Okay, so it'd be." set here who would be in it okay and then you're like how about that woman and that guy and then why don't we make it into a tv show and they're like and you're like we'll write a script you're like voila (laughs) take let's go to lunch with some muckety muck haircut and uh and start the start the process right yeah yeah Yeah. but i i don't can't think of a uh can't i mean aside from like elvis uh uh blue hawaii you know oh yeah or uh, I guess you could call that, yeah, tiki-ish, but I, I, there's probably some 
I'm so bad with movies. There's probably some obvious things I'm not thinking of, but right. And and you would also think. Um, I feel like to some extent there was a Bones episode where you know how like they <laughs> oh. always go to like Voodoo Town. They always go to New Orleans, and there's some poor co-opting of the Voodoo murder thing. <laughs> Is I'm Bones sure. a show that people <laughs> still watch? Uh, that's, I, to me, that's obscure. But you say it like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, everybody knows something that that's been on for Bones seventeen. Episode. Years as uh, someone's watching that, and it's usually me at three o'clock in the afternoon when I'm on the road. But I didn't realize it had to do with. Was it like a special episode? They go to New Orleans, or they do that a lot. Uh, they. Uh, it's always it's like sometimes it's a destination episode, like one of those destination episodes. But all of them, like all like a Law and Order, always takes place in New York, right, mm-hmm. or wherever they are. But there's always, like, some mystery. And they you find, like, there's somebody who's who's put a curse on somebody and then they co-opt the, the, the voodoo religion oh. just for... Because uh, it's just a room full of writers trying to yeah. figure out something interesting. Well, now I want to get into Bones. You could. You know what? Maybe I Google the word Bones episode and Tiki and see if there's a Tiki episode. Oh, yeah. Because there was a... There was a a Norwegian uh, death metal episode. So why wouldn't there have been a Tiki episode? <laughs> I would love it if every Dork Forest episode, one of the standard questions was, and have you seen your Bones episode? <laughs> About- oh my God, note to self. Very possible. This could every be Every Dorkdom ties into an episode of Bones. At some level. Or NCIS. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, right. What's LL Cool J doing now? What, um, yeah. So I don't know. It's what... Uh, what about the clothing? Do people dress up? Yep, that's definitely part of it. Grass for, skirts? <laughs> not nope. gra- not grass skirts, but usually the the men are in Hawaiian shirts or um, those Cuban um, Cuban style sh- like bowling shirts. Oh right, um, okay. That that style uh, with the Cuban pockets. I say Cuban. They're like they usually have like a the pointy collar and like a flat, very flat uh, straight line cut. Okay. So the men wear that and whatever those hats. uh, That you were trying to think of earlier. I mean, it may just be a fedora, but I feel like there's probably a more specific term for it. Right. What the hats are that they're wearing. And the ladies usually wear um, like pinup style dresses because that's the, 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 it's kind of a fifties. Mm-hmm. It's of common. Such? It's common for the the ladies to be in you know the pin curl hair and and the Betty Page style dresses and stuff like that. Nice. Which which is super funny to me that my mom one time me and another friend of mine who is into the rockabilly culture uh, we were talking to our mom we brought our moms to this rockabilly festival that happens every year in Vegas and our mom what's moms, that called it's called Viva Las Vegas okay. it's been uh, been going on annually for like the past 15 years wow and uh, our moms who actually you know lived through the 50s mm-hmm. uh, were looking around and just passively said like you know, it's funny. These girls think they're so sexy, <laughs> but these style dresses are what our teachers wore because <laughs> the thing about pinup culture now is that that's not what a, a 20-year-old girl wore in the 50s. It's right. what it's like a sexy take on like an old school marm type dress is yeah. what pinup culture has sort of become. Yeah. So I thought that was a funny observation. That is of a theirs. really funny observation. You're like, what you wanted to? Oh, all right, dress like that then. <laughs> it's like nobody wants you to wear furs, like yes. those old like Viking. I'm yeah. sure the the cool Viking guys weren't wearing those old outfits. <laughs> like, come on, man, those are special occasion outfits. Nobody's just wearing. Everyone's just wearing a sack, and they look really cool. Yes. I've 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 weeded off. <laughs> I thought you well because for the, like a lot of times in those pinup things you'll see a lady who has like a a fur uh, stole oh yeah, yeah stole over her shoulders too so that's like so that's exactly what I mean it's like you know a, a, authentically in the fifties no twenty year old girl was wearing a stole like a it was fur like stole. First that's all, what a librarian was wearing right you know? or like a matron like somebody yes. who had who was married to an, an old dude and the two of them had a bag of money yeah and she could afford a stole yeah like some 20 year old is like no i'm gonna wear a tennis outfit yeah maybe yeah keds and a 
poodle skirt or whatever. Exactly. So is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Tiki-wise or... We've talked about uh, at Hey Tamara underscore yes. and at Hey Tamara uh, for the rest of it. And then, of course, TamaraBrown.com, T-A-M-R-A, Brown. But uh, what, uh, what might, what would you suggest if someone wanted to get into Tiki? If someone wanted to get into Tiki, I would, I would say, um, yeah, just Google where your local Tiki bar is. Um, and you will meet friendly people. You will meet friendly people. And, you know, um, there are some tiki bars that are better than others. I am. There's another tiki bar in North Hollywood called Tiki No. I'm not a fan of that one. They don't. They have the word no in their, in their name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a sign for you. Um, they don't. They don't take as as much care with their drinks as I would like. So like, oh, fair enough. So sometimes, you know, you can find, I, I th- consider that like TGI Friday's Tiki. So sometimes if you could accidentally find one of those, but it doesn't matter. It's all, it's all good. It's just all, just try to have fun. Just try to have fun. That's the point of it. That's how it originally started. It was supposed to be immerse yourself in an atmosphere that takes you away to someplace exotic. So oh, very nice. Just, I, the, would that there was a Kelgon bar where <laughs> yeah. everyone took a bath <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I made myself snort. Uh, so, how dumb. Um, this has been really fun. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tamara, for coming on The Dork Forest. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?